What's up? What's hey. up? It is Christina. It's Kayla. And y'all are tuned in to another episode of the Love KB podcast. We are so happy that y'all are listening to this episode. Yes. And once again, thank you to everyone for the love and the support and just everything. So, Kayla, what you been up to? What you been doing? <laughs> um, Nothing. Yeah, we, I mean, nothing, same old, same old. I feel like we always say that, but honestly, I don't think anything has changed since last time. What about you? Um, I mean, a lot of the same pretty much is just like, as far as my routine and stuff, but I have been like trying to really focus on my future and Thinking about what next year is going to look like and what I want, you know, the rest of college to look like and just my life. Of course, I can't like plan everything out, but I'm really trying to focus on like what I want to do, what I don't want to do, all that stuff. And so, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what has happened since the last time we actually got tested or we took like the COVID test. Yeah. And... Not that mean, I mean, just to, you know, be careful and all that stuff. But, so that was interesting and new. Um, yeah, it hurt. Yeah, bad. Yeah, it, I used to think, like, people were kind of dramatic. And then my mom said she got it. So she was like, oh, it's not that bad. And then I was like, bruh, first of all, you all up in my business, tickling my brain through my nose. And I had tears coming down. It hurt. Yeah, it hurt. It's so uncomfortable. I don't think I oh, it hurt so bad. Like But yeah. that COVID has really brought up the idea because you always hear on the news or whatever what things are not being done right. And that just opened my eyes to the fact that so many people are getting this and we have no testing outside of the hospital. Like for us to go through the test we went through we sat in line for two, for two hours. hours. And then they had to cut people off, tell them that we're not taking no more people. It took forever. They only had one lady doing every single person's yeah. test. And then the site that we had it at, they only had that on, on Mondays from like 9 to 3. Yeah. Okay, so what about people who can't make it on Mondays from 9 to 3? You know what I'm saying? And it was just like all a lot of these hospitals and urgent cares and stuff are only taking tests if you have symptoms. Knowing that people are reporting that this virus is asymptomatic. Yeah. And then another like big thing or like a, a big complaint is how long it takes to receive the results. Mm-hmm. And it's like, honestly, like a nerve, like it's kind of scary, like waiting to see, like to get your, your results. Because a lot of people don't have symptoms. And what if you're just like sitting here walking around with covid but, like, it's taking a whole week to get the results, you know? Like, it's, like, it's... Yeah, think about how many other people you could be infecting. Right. And that's just so inconvenient, like... And that just goes on the laundry list of things that have gone wrong with this whole pandemic thing. It's, like, you know, we have so many people getting infected, so many people dying, but you don't make testing accessible. Yeah. The results take forever, 
And then I know this stuff has to be funded, but then again, why don't we have the funding for something like this? Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't pair, prepare for it before, now that it's here and it has been, when 2021 hits in two months, we will be going on a year of this virus. I don't think people yeah. really realize this because we just kind of been like floating through it, but we will be have going on a year of this being a real public health issue and... Nothing has really changed, and it's just like kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But it's a great segue into our topic for today, so we'll yeah. get to that a little later. Yeah. Um. Before the topic for the day, we want to go into you, my favorite. If you're new here, you, my favorite, is a segment where me and Kayla just share some of the things that we're loving at the moment that have caught our attention that we've been using or been eating or been watching or anything like that. So, Kayla, what is your pick for you, my favorite? Okay, so it's another Amazon find, of course. Um, I, like, just one night just scrolling through Amazon, and I came across, um, it's called Bamboo Charging Station. Um, And it has, like, four, five, six, like, USB ports that... um, it's kind of like an organization way to like charge your electronics. Cause like me by my bed, I have like an extension cord that only has like three little plugs in there. And I got like my iPhone, my iPad, Apple watch, AirPods, I got all these things to charge. And of course I can't charge them at the same time. So when I want to walk where my Apple watch is dead, cause I had time to charge it. So all this stuff. But so I found this thing and it's literally just like a little, just like a little stand organization stand for, um, your electronics and you could just put in each little slot it charges everything at the same time i love it i think it's cute and it's become one of my favorites yeah i should look into getting one yeah it's i think i mean like it's one of the things that's like dang i didn't know i really needed this you know and so like until you get it but we'll have a link down below um if you want to if you want to look into it but what about you yeah, um, really quick, how much did that cost? Um, let me see. Well, there were different ones. Um, there there are different ones on Amazon, but the one I got was $35.99. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Especially for something you'll have for like a long time. Yeah. So. so well for this one, my favorite of course has to do with food because I just be eating. Um, so me and Kayla went to Whole Foods a couple of days ago. And I really wanted to go there to look at kind of like their veggie and vegan options because I've been thinking about, you know, trying to slowly become vegan and things like that. And I came across this. It's Whole Foods brand, too, like the 365 organic, like Whole Foods. That's their, I believe it's their brand. Um, And it is ice cream made from almond milk, which really don't sound like that big of a deal. So I was like, bet, let me try it. And it was cookie dough flavor, which is like my favorite flavor of ice cream. And so I got this almond milk ice cream, completely vegan, and I was highly surprised. I was too, honestly. Yeah, like like the taste, you got to get used to it because it mm -hmm. don't taste like your regular, just like freshly churned ice cream, like straight from, you know, the cow's milk or whatever. But it's so sweet. It's so good. I really liked it. So I told Kayla, I said, if this is good, I'm not going back to regular ice cream. So yeah. I'm going to just have to go to Whole Foods or wherever and give me some vegan, vegan ice cream from now on. It was it was really interesting. Like, I thought, 
I guess I don't know what I expected it to taste like, but when I tasted it, I was like, okay, like it's good, but you, you do got to get kind of get used to it. Like, yeah, but I yeah. ate the whole tub in like two days and it wasn't like a regular ice cream size tub. It was the little like Ben and Jerry size things. So there's still a lot to eat within two days, but it was good. So I'm going to go get me some more. And then like, I want to try like cashew milk yogurt or like almond mm-hmm. milk yogurt or cashew milk ice cream, you know, things like that, that mm-hmm. they don't use dairy in. Um, so that definitely gave me a good impression for trying other vegan stuff like vegan cheese. I already use vegan butter and it's no different. Um, so, you know, things that to replace my dairy items, that gave me more confidence to go ahead and try those and have good expectations. So, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Wait, never mind. I was going to ask something stupid. Never mind. No, ask it. I was going to say, well, could you just, I didn't know vegans. <laughs> that, that sounds so stupid, but I didn't know. I guess, wait, okay, so if you're a vegan, you just eat vegetables or vegetable. Wait. Vegan is you don't eat anything that comes from animals. So you don't eat meat, you don't eat dairy, you don't eat eggs. Anything that is animal-based, you don't eat. Yeah, I can never be vegan. Vegetarian is just you don't eat meat. But you eat dairy, So vegan and vegetarian are two different things. Oh, I thought vegan was a short word for vegetarian. Mm Mm-mm. Vegan is you don't eat any animal products. And vegetarian is you just don't eat meat. Oh, like there are there are plenty of unhealthy vegetarians and there are plenty of unhealthy vegans, too. But Egan, you have a lot more. You're a lot more conscious about the stuff you're putting into your body because there's no animal stuff. But you could be vegetarian and be eating like all types of stuff, and you know, oh. so and okay. then, too, I'm really nervous about trying like plant-based meat or whatever like i already eat black bean burgers and like veggie burgers and stuff but maybe eating like a beyond meat sausage or something like that i'm kind of don't say ill that's plenty of people's lifestyles and i'm gonna try it yeah and i i respect y'all but ill okay well thanks for listening to my our favorite i would highly encourage y'all to try out the vegan ice cream and that's something easy to get past because it's still dessert um, so try vegan ice cream. We're gonna link the um, we're gonna link the charging station that Kayla uses, so y'all can check that out as well. So before we jump into our topic for today, we want to tell you about one behind the scenes element of the podcast, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a free app that you can download on your phone or use on your computer. It's great because everything needed to make a podcast is all right there. We can record and edit the podcast using Anchor, and then it will distribute it to Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting apps. This is really good because if we're ever without our equipment for some reason, we can still get an episode uploaded and it will still be quality. You can also make money from your podcast as soon as you start it, rather than waiting for a certain number of listeners like it normally is. So if you ever think about starting your own podcast, we encourage you to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So for today, um, it's an obvious topic. I mean, when this comes out, election day will be in two days, Tuesday, oh November 3rd. Yep. 
we'll, we will be selecting a president for the next four years. So with that being said, in today's podcast, we wanted to talk about voting. Now, I know a lot of y'all probably be seeing it on social media. Everybody's telling, you, telling y'all to register. Everybody's telling y'all to vote. And it is really important. And we of course encourage that like register i mean at this point if you haven't registered it's too late but take it for you know future elections um and at this point if you haven't voted a lot of states have closed have closed early voting so your chance your only chance now is to vote on election day um and of course we encourage that like whatever your situation is make sure you can do what you can to get your voice heard get your voice heard um, but in this episode, we just kind of want to, you know, take this specific election day and just the process of voting and talk about it from our perspective, you know, what it means to us, what we've experienced, kind of the messages that we've been seeing and everything. So why do you think this election day is so important for us, like personally on a national level, like for the black community or just whatever, like, why do you think this one, 2020 is so important? Well, I think for, um, there are many reasons why it's important. Um, one, we're in a obvious, you know, a huge pandemic going on right now, which we have a president right now who doesn't really care about it. Um, and of course, you know, with all of the, you know, the, Black Lives Matter movement and all of this stuff. Um, I just think it's very important because if I guess just going on like after the election day, the next four four years will determine how long this pandemic will be, how long the you know all of this police brutality and all of this stuff will be happening mm-hmm. or it will continue to happen. Um, and I just think it's important to just really like get out there and vote for this election because I mean you have two like just completely opposite people who can all right if we select this person Trump is gonna be you know our pandemic will be going on for another you know few years I feel like or we're gonna be you know still or it's gonna take a while for a long time for these numbers to just come back down and I mean if we go with I mean, and if you're, I mean, if you agree with Trump and you just don't think like this pandemic is a big deal, then I mean, hey, but if we go, I mean, if Biden, he, you know, wants to actually do something about this pandemic, get the numbers down, get people, you know, to stop being exposed to it. And it's just, I just, I don't know. I just, I just see all of this major like things going on in the world depending on who we vote for will be it will determine how long it will keep keep going yeah I agree I think you know personally a lot of the messages that get pushed towards us because we're black and we're women is you know how we've had to fight to get a vote you know how even when they quote unquote gave black people the right to vote, they kept so many things and still do to try to get us not to vote, right? And same thing for women. But women, obviously, it was a different struggle. Um, so I think personally, I mean, you just want to vote because for so long people told you, 
or people told, you know, the people who came before you that even though you live here, you can't vote for the person who's going to be passing all these laws in the country that you live in, which is, you know, pretty stupid. So I think personally, I've always come from a standpoint of like, even because last election, even though I couldn't vote in my head, I was like, I don't even know if I would want to vote just because it was like, nobody really caught my attention. But then right after that, I had to tell myself like, well, you should vote because there are so many people before you who wanted to vote and couldn't just because they're black or just because they're a woman. So for personally, from that standpoint, I'm like, okay, like this is important just because my people always haven't had the right to vote. So, but then I feel like echoing a lot of what you said, we're in the midst of this pandemic and it seems like the president that we have ha- that we have now don't care um, and you know what's always been interesting to me is they're telling people vote, 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 vote. And there's statistics showing that so many people did not vote last year, which is a large reason why Trump got elected. Yeah. And in my head, I'm just like, well, what if those people who didn't vote last year and you're telling them to vote this year, just because you tell them to vote doesn't mean they're going to vote for Biden. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's always that fear of like, what if someone who didn't vote last election and is voting this election but don't know who yet and they get convinced somehow to vote for Trump? Like, yeah. what does that do that only, you know, increases his numbers or whatever? Right. So that has been, like, in the back of my head just a little bit. But I think, you know, most of all, it's our first one, you know, voting for president, so... In such times like this, they always say, like, this is the generation that'll bring forth change. Mm -hmm. And I really do believe that, like, we're the people who's gonna be police officers in 10 years and can't be, you know, killing white people just because, I mean, killing black people just because they're black, you know, all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I heavily agree that. You know, we really just got to get people who care about other people. I think that's the main issue with what we got going on right now. Mm -hmm. Like, he just don't care. And it's like, imagine doing what 2020 has been for a whole nother year. Exactly. That will be ridiculous. And it'll make me so mad. Like, 2020 can do nothing for summer. Can't do nothing for the holidays. We're about to go back on the lockdowns that we had at the beginning of this. Like... And it's just like, I feel like if people, you know, did pay attention or just hear the things that our president now and that what Biden are saying, just like the two different things, like if people are actually like listening to it, I just hope that people would think that, I mean, who would want to stay in a pandemic for a whole nother year like this, you know, like who would want to be at risk, easily at risk, you know, catching COVID and of course I mean it affects it affects people like in different ways so who would want to be you know at risk of getting that and you know just being okay with that you know yeah and like we saw how China recovered from this thing when people was dropping left and right like they were only they were only under lockdown for 76 days Mm -hmm. that is a little that's like two and a half months and they had no COVID cases. And then 12 people got it in the whole country of China. And it was like, nah, we, we chilling out. 
But it's like, we could have been at that place. Yeah. But, you know, people just feel so entitled to do what they want. And I get it. Especially in a country, if this country serves you in the way to where you can be entitled and you can have privilege and you can do what you want to, of course you feel some type of way with somebody taking away you know, your quote-unquote freedom or telling you to put on a mask. Mm. But it's like, when you look at the grand scheme of things, you're really not doing what you wanted to anyway. Like, stuff is still closed, all this stuff, and you're making all this fuss about wearing a mask or whatever. And that's a whole nother conversation that I think we should have for sure and just, like, really dive deep into it. But yeah, this, I mean, I don't think we can say it enough. Vote for not only you, but for, like, everybody. Yeah. And the people you love who vote for your kids or your cousins or your nieces Mm -hmm. who can't vote. But you know that you want them to have like a good future. Do you think there's like anything easy? Like what has made this election like easy or hard or? Well, I think what made this easy for me is just seeing how the last four years were, you know, like seeing how. Four years ago where we couldn't vote, where honestly I didn't pay attention to at all politics. Like I knew Trump was running and I knew um, Hillary was running, but like I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't watch the debates or anything like that. But seeing how Trump won and all of the things that he's done and said in these past four years, it made this election super easy to me. I had mm-hmm. a second guess. I didn't have to look up, you know, anything Trump say. I didn't have to look up anything like that. Yeah. So... Like, luckily, I mean, this vote, our first time voting for a president was easy for me. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. proud of it. And, like, I've seen all of the things, all of the families who have struggled in the past four years. And it's, like, opened my eyes to, like, okay. Because, like you said at the, at the beginning of last year or four years ago, how you were, like, you know, you don't know if you want to vote or not. That's how I was. And like seeing, like I said, these past four years, family struggling, people struggling, what our president have been doing. It's like, okay, well now let me, you know, Do voice you my can. voice. <laughs> voice your voice. Voice my voice and vote. Mm-hmm. Super easy for me. Like I didn't even, I didn't have to second guess Yeah, who I was voting for. Yeah, me too. It was an easy choice. And, you know, the thing that was really interesting because have you voted in like local elections? Mm, I voted for the only one time Um, this recent. I don't know if it was mayor. Do we vote for the mayor? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't oh, know yes, we it. did. Yes, we did. That was on the ballot for the local elections. Yeah, yeah, mayor was yeah on this there. like local election that we just did. That's yeah. the only thing I did. I didn't. Yeah, that was. Sorry. Um. So what do you think? So we both have seen like voting ballots and stuff like that. But this presidential one was really different because they have the president, which a lot of y'all probably know this, but they have the president then they have like senator and like judges and all these things. Mm-hmm. They have like the all like the supreme yeah. court. Yeah. And it was really weird because I think and I don't know if this is me just being super not superstitious, but um over analyzing this maybe, but it was not easy to fill out to me. I let like afterwards I was sure about the president. 
there were some I was sure upon, like I felt good about, but there was others specifically with like amendments or laws and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I meant, amendments, yeah. I was very confused and I mm-hmm. left not feeling confident in what I voted yeah. for. And I know that, of course, you're supposed to research this stuff, you know, take your time, but obviously do it in a timely manner. And with some of those, I definitely did. Like, I looked up what it said, but just the wording of it, me and my mom were talking about this the other day and we were like, if there, if it's asking, should there be a change to law ABC? And you hit yes, that change could be make this better, take it away, make it worse. Like there's so much that ranges in that should there be a change that it's like, what are you really asking? Mm-hmm. You know? So by default, it's kind of telling you to say no if you're somewhat okay with the law. But then on the flip side, if you're not okay, you say there should be a change. What does that change mean? You know? Yeah. So I was just like, not so confident with those parts. Yeah. No, me too. You had that same experience? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was definitely confused because I just didn't know. And I feel like a lot of them were about the same thing or the same topic. So Mm -hmm. I was just like confused. Like, didn't you just ask me this? (laughs) Right. So I was just like, I mean, okay. You know, so yeah, I, I had that. I had that same yeah i do it's so weird too voting too like for the president this being our first time because growing up you're always taught that voting is of course something you have to do like it's for adults but now it's come in my head like this is what i have to do for my life i'm voting like my life depends on it because it does when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, you voted for Obama or you voted for Bush or you voted for whoever went against the, you know, like you're just voting for whoever you think is right. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, I for sure feel like I'm voting for me, for my kids, for their kids. It's not a game. It's not just something you should be basing just on skin color or race, like even though a lot of black people voted for Obama just because he was black, yeah, it, that was a different thing because we had never had a black man as president before. So yeah, I'm voting for you because you black because you know we ain't never had that before. Um, but it's not as superficial as it looks. I'll say that growing up, like growing up, you just vote for who you. In my head, you just vote for who you like the best, right? It really didn't, to me, I didn't think about, oh, I'm voting, I will vote for this person because I like what they say or what they say or, you know, stuff like that. So I think for me, that's how it's really changed and like my view of it has changed. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you like feel the same or? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I mean, because like I said earlier, um, when we were younger, you know, I didn't pay attention to it like I knew I think the biggest one I remember was when Obama won like I don't remember it being so big before that and I'm sure it was I just wasn't paying attention oh yeah we were like kids yeah but like I just I think I just remember Obama winning and that just being like oh my god you know like Mm -hmm. that's so cool Mm -hmm. like our mom busting through our door in the middle of the night telling us that he won like that's so cool and so then, I mean, but then even then I was like, oh, okay, you know, 
and it's just like I just didn't know how like things will change throughout the throughout the years. Mm-hmm. But no, no, I definitely um felt like that as well. Yeah. Um, and then one thing piggybacking off of that, it's so crazy because that's the first election I really remember too. Like we knew beforehand the president was George Bush. Right. But we had really no recollection of those elections. So him winning in two thousand eight and twelve was like celebration. Like, wow, we are happy and proud of this man who will be our president for the next four months. I mean, for the next four years. And then when 2016 election came around and Hillary Clinton lost, I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I didn't get the chance to vote because I was just a tad bit too young. Um, that was obviously the first time I had felt some disappointment by... What was going on? There's like a party outside, so if y'all hear anything, just yeah. ignore that. Um, but that was my first time feeling really, I guess, disappointed by the process and by the election because until then, I had no reason not to trust the process, if that makes sense. I had no reason to right. doubt who was elected or why or anything like that. And so when I saw that, I was just like, even though Hillary had won the popular vote, mm-hmm. it's like the whole electoral college thing was just a whole nother conversation. And we should really do a part two to this. Yeah, because with with that pop, popular vote and electoral college vote and all that stuff, when I saw that, I was like, wait, so how did Donald, Donald Trump won or win? You know, like mm-hmm. it's just so it was very confusing at first. And it's still like low key is a little bit Um so I think that uh, also made that like a little bit more for me, a little bit more like interesting and, mm-hmm. you know, made me look into it more Yeah. of, you know, well, the importance to vote. But then also it's just like that. I don't know. I think that was the main thing. Cause I remember watching, you know, the last election in 2016 and like the numbers and stuff. And I was just sitting there confused you know, mm-hmm. watching it, and I was like, oh, wait, yeah. I'm confused, you know? But see, you as a young person seeing that, that right there can make you not have faith in our whole right. voting, in our democracy. And then, too, also that could discourage people. They're seeing, like, well, she won a popular vote, but he won anyway. Yeah. Why even vote? My vote right. don't count. My vote don't matter, whole type of thing. And I'm just like, it's unfortunate that that is what a lot of people are being fed and... That's the reality for what, especially young people, what they feel, you know, like I was, I was, I had a thought in my head that I couldn't remember. Oh yeah. But then when we go to the whole governors and everything and Stacey Abram, her, that whole injustice with her voting and Andrew Gillum and all these people who were great candidates and who I was personally rooting for, even though I didn't live in their states it further just makes you not trust in this system. We saw the voter suppression yeah. in Georgia. We saw that on TV. And then now Georgia is one of the main states who has barely shut down this whole pandemic. Like mm-hmm. clubs have been open, freaking like people just doing what they want. And I'm like, if Stacey Abrams, you know, Mayor Keisha, Keisha Lance Bottoms is doing what she can, but ultimately the governor controls right. the whole state. She just ha- has Atlanta. So it's like... Right. I just, I don't know. It's so many thoughts that be going through my head about this. So why do you think young people should vote? Um, I mean, because, you know, like I said earlier, 
Why does that sound like an interview question? <laughs> I don't know. Um, because like I said earlier, you know, it's us that are really changing this generation. And then it's really weird because there are some countries where most of the population is young. And in America, that's rapidly changing. So a lot of the population is like middle age. So typically by then, you're kind of set in your ways. Not to say there's not room for growth and evolution, because I totally believe there is. But, you know, it's really us young people who see what has gone on, but we couldn't vote. See what's happening now, and we can't vote. And it's like, dang, do we really want that still? Or do we want something completely different? And then set an example for the kids coming behind us. Yeah, I think that was one of the main things for me, too, as well. Just, like deciding in my head okay do I want to continue living in a world like this or do I want to you know make a change and like voice my voice as I keep saying you know use your voice yeah (laughs) use my use your voice use my voice yeah but yeah for sure young people should definitely voice their voice and then (laughs) you just said it no I said that as a joke oh yeah um but they should voice their voice and it's really weird because a lot of, you know, watching these two president, well, you know, president and the presidential candidate, candidate in particular, I don't feel that either one of them appeal to young people. But I mean, you know, my generation, no Joe Biden because he was the vice president. We know Kamala because she's black. She's a woman, you know, for we're seeing history. Right. And so obviously that makes us want to vote for them. And so there's a lot of that disconnect. Of, like, President Obama was so cool. Even when yeah. I wasn't able to vote, I was like, he got two daughters. Right. Like, Michelle's His wife fabulous. is cool. You yeah. know, they're always, like, interacting with the younger people as well. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. it was very easy to even, if we couldn't vote or if you were a young person, to relate. And we, of course, are lacking that with the two candidates that we have now. And we're just talking about the two primary candidates. Of course, there's like a bajillion people on the ballot, but we're just talking about the two primary candidates in this point. Um, That that's really lacking that whole connection with the youth. But it's really not about right now. It's about the future. Four years from now, will we be looking back regretting the decision that we made? You don't want to regret that. You don't want to be like, dang, I voted for this fool and he screwed up, you know? Um... And I saw that on the news, right? This 31-year-old guy, he passed away from COVID-19. He had, like, no previous health conditions, 31, young, you know, all this stuff. And he just caught it, and he died. And his sister was on the news saying the one pre-existing condition he had was believing Donald Trump and Mm. voting for him. And it's like, if you voted for him in 2016 and you're not okay with this, I don't see how you can vote for him again. Yeah. You know? But there are, uh, of course, a ton of people who are like Trump all day, no matter what. And it's like, it's sad. But that's why it really takes us young people to be like. And it really blows my mind when I see young people as Trump supporters. Like, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't blow my mind. One, I think still it's a lot of like their environment. So say true. if they are still living at home. They see their parents supporting Trump and they're seeing all of the good things that, you know, people around them in their neighborhoods, at their work, wherever it may be, talking about Trump, 
and doing all this stuff, they're like, okay, yeah, well, I know all about Trump. Yeah, Trump, go Trump, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that's a lot of where I guess that that's coming from or, you know, who they decide to vote. Because honestly, like, I hope, but do you really think a lot of people, you know, read or listen to the debates? Or do they just, you know, all right, I heard Trump ain't... Trump hasn't been doing good, so I'm going to vote for Biden or vice versa, you know? Right. Well, that's my thing. That's what I was going to say. It blows my mind because in this generation we're in, there is no excuse for someone who's 18, 19, 20, 21 to not be educated about who they're going to vote for. Right. You got social media. I mean, we got TV, which people still watch. We got dozens and dozens of dozens of research. YouTube videos that probably summarize this person and this person. And you just watch it for however many minutes and decide that way. Like, there's so many resources to combat the history that we've had. And the fact that a lot of young people don't take that opportunity is very sad and that's what i guess that's what i meant when it blows my mind like you have all these resources at your hand you but like you said people listening to their parents if they don't really care about this they probably just voting for whoever their parents voting for right and if you're a certain demographic that trump is appealing to your parents are probably trump supporters and by default you are too mm-hmm. but it's sad that you don't take that own liberty to be like from a young age because it starts young you know 35 years old you could just keep revolting republican or keep voting democrat you Mm -hmm. know and then not really matter to you yeah and it it really does who especially for younger kids because i was um so i was um helping a customer at work and um, it was a mom and daughter and, you know, the daughter was like, or the mom was talking about, you know, oh, I hope this pandemic ends soon, all this stuff. Um, I really hope, you know, Trump doesn't, you know, become president again, all this stuff. And the daughter was like, yeah, Trump is mean. Um, I hope Trump doesn't win either. And, you know, it's just so <laughs> like crazy how, you know, like they probably don't even pay attention to the election or all this stuff. Like when the election on, they're probably, you know playing or Mm -hmm. doing something else but because they hear their parents talk about it because they hear other adults that are surrounding them talk about it you know of course they follow and i i mean i guess it it should change for you know when you're allowed to vote you still shouldn't let you know anybody i mean vote who you really do want to vote for Mm -hmm. but it just does it, it does go to show like how you know how like your parents do have like you know a pretty good influence on who you yeah you they, go you go towards they influence all of your values and morals and ideas you know that you grow up with for the most part like even the same thing with this whole black lives matter movement if you have a freaking 13 year old asking you about all these protests and you say to him whether you're black or white, you say to him, this is exactly what should be happening. They're going to be like, oh, I remember that as a kid and I know what I need to do on my part to grow older. Even if you have the vice versa and they're, you know, cussing out black people or going against the movement or whatever, then more than likely they're going to have, you know, that same ideology. But here's the thing. We always talk about old people, right? And the time they grew up, like they grew up you know, where it was okay to be racist and all this stuff. You know, old white people or old black people grew up having a fight. So, of course, that gets passed down. 
But somebody in that family had to change their mindset, whether it was good or bad. If all your family is homophobes, it's up, it's up to you to either change that or to be homophobic too. You know what I'm saying? So for us in this time, you know, as I said before, there's no reason why you... And, and this is just my opinion. There's no reason why you should still be someone who oppresses other people, who votes for someone who don't care about nobody but themselves. And that's just like the bottom line of it, I feel. Yeah. You have any last thoughts? I think we should definitely continue this conversation. And depending on how this election goes, yeah. it's very possible that it next episode will be two. part two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Even either either way it goes, I think we should pick it back up, and then if we want to, you know, talk about something else, talk about it. Mm-hmm. No, um, but I I just I really do encourage you know to vote, do your research before you vote, um, like for yourself and vote who you truly think is best for you in your opinion. Um, I yeah I definitely vote. Yeah, exercise your right to vote. Exercise. Um, the fact that we have a democracy because it could not be that way. And especially if you are a minority, people fought for you to be able to vote. So don't do them wrong by not voting or just sitting there. Um, if you need any help, there are tons of websites and um, resources for you. And we can link them all in the show notes. That way, if you're like last minute, okay, I need to vote and I don't know who I'm going to vote for. There's information about polling places, how to stand in line during COVID, being safe, information about the candidates and all that stuff. So we will link some of those websites and help you guys out and make sure your voice should be heard 2020. Like that should be the slogan before any name. Your voice should be heard 2020. Yep. Save the people 2020. (laughs) Black Lives Matter 2020. So... We appreciate you guys hanging out with us for this episode. Um, We really enjoyed talking about this. And if you guys have anything you want to add to the conversation, leave it in the comments or email, DM us, you know, let us know that you agree or disagree. We welcome those too. Yes. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Love KB Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, anything like that you can email us lovekbpodcast at gmail.com make sure you rate the podcast subscribe do all that stuff yeah we will see you guys next time and one last time vote if you have not already we love y'all and we'll talk to you later bye bye bye